1: Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, Senior Editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. It is Friday, everyone. We made it. Another week down. We made it to Friday. I am glad that you are joining me, making me a part of your day, whether it's in the morning, evening, or afternoon, or maybe if it's even the weekend, I don't care. The fact is that you're listening. I really appreciate my ride-or-die crew. You all are the best. And if you like fired-up Jeff, if you like Jeff to have a little oomph, Today is going to be your show. Boy, do we have a lot for you, so make sure you buckle up, and we will get to all that. Before we do that, I want to remind you that BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, that's who is the umbrella over top of this show. This the show and this podcast platform is a part of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We hope it's your one-stop shop. For all things Pittsburgh Steelers, on top of that, that podcast platform, which is so much more than my Let's Ride show, it's also Dave Schofield, Stat Geek. Loved his episode yesterday. On Money Bond, I know Dave listens to all my shows, so I'm going to say this. I listen to Dave's Scobro show, I listen to his Stat Geek show, and I've I have discovered a new drinking game. If you're if that's your cup of tea, here's what you do: listen to this week's shows with Dave Schofield, who's on vacation, <laughs> and when he says I'm on vacation, you drink. And you'll be dead by the time they get halfway through the Scobro show. So there you go. (laughs) Welcome back to Maryland, Dave. I know you're on your way back, so hopefully you enjoy that joke. Um, But anyways, all of our podcast audio content can be found in one spot, whether it's Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, Pandora, wherever you find your podcast, search Steelers, or Behind the Steel Curtain, subscribe, follow, whatever you have to do so that you don't miss a thing. All right, Steeler fans, We've got a lot for you today. We've got Michael Beck coming up in the second half. We have the heart-to-heart at the end of the show. You don't want to miss a thing. And I want to remind everyone that on Mondays, the Monday show is going to feature in the offseason this Monday morning conversation. Uh, It kicked off unofficially with Kevin Smith two weeks ago. I had Chris Carter last week. Really excited about this guest coming up on Monday. I'm not going to say who it is. But you know who it is. I'm just not going to say who it is. It'll be interesting to get this take a little bit different. And I'm already working on two weeks from now, so make sure you stay plugged into all things Let's Ride and Behind the Steel Curtain. So there's, a been, there's there's some stuff that bothers me about the offseason. And, and I even warned you all about this. I did. I said, stop what you're doing and listen. I said, there's going to be a lot of crazy crap happening out there. And I'm not talking about overseas or anything like that. I'm talking about... The fact that there's gonna be rumors about the Steelers and you have to load you have to know the difference between fact or fish fiction or what I'm gonna to call today truth or trash. Because some of these rumors are nothing but trash. I mean, some of them make my mind explode. I give credit to my ride or die crew. They are typically the ones that kind of plug me in with all these newfound you know, rumors like, Jeff, what do you think about this rumor? And half of the time, like, I didn't even know this was a rumor. But some of them I do. I want to give Shannon White credit. Shannon White is a writer for BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. You can also hear him on the Steelers Hangover with Brian Anthony Davis and Tony Defeo. That's on every Monday. And uh, he wrote a great article about the three free agent Steelers quarterbacks that – are being rumored to Pittsburgh in some way, shape, or form. And so we're going to talk about some of these rumors. Those quarterbacks are going to be on the list. And I'm going to tell you whether this rumor, in my opinion, is truth or is it trash. Now, believe it or not, there are some that is truth. I don't want you all thinking, like, well, Jeff's just going to call all these trash. But I want to get a couple things out of the way first. I want to talk about the fact that when you're talking about these rumors, and all these are free agent rumors, some of them are trade rumors, A lot of it comes down to cost. We don't know how much these players are going to cost the Steelers, both from draft capital as well as financially. So it's going to be really difficult to say whether something could have some basis of fact or if something is just so out of the the realm of possibility that it is literally trash. Also, what are the expectations for the team? I've talked about this a lot on my podcast. I talked with Michael Beck about it last Friday. And it was, I don't understand the whole premise of, Going, I guess you would call all in on some of these players when the roster's not ready for that. And I've said it, Michael agreed with me last week, that you almost have to build up the rest of the group, get the rest of the roster ready, get those cupboards filled up, then find that guy that can kind of complete the puzzle. The missing piece of the puzzle, that's what you would want to find. I also have to say, because uh, five of these six rumors are quarterbacks, I cannot talk about this without mentioning this is a Jay Glazer report last year so take that for what it's worth but he supposedly is pretty tight with Mike Tomlin and he's the one that said Mike Tomlin does not want to start over with a rookie quarterback he wants to have a veteran in place so keep that in the back of your mind as we go through all these so all right let's do this we have six rumors five of them are quarterbacks some are truth some are trash Let's start off with Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G, whether you have Lynch, uh, John Lynch, who's the general manager of the 49ers, he's up at the podium at the Combine talking about all this with Jimmy G and how there's been people that have called about him. Look, I don't care if the Steelers put in a call, but now it's come out that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to need shoulder surgery after the season. I just don't understand where this rumor is coming from. I don't get why the Steelers would want him. You can talk about playoff pedigree. You can talk about how he's been to the Super Bowl. He's been to the NFC Championship game more than once. I get that aspect of it. But was were they there because of Jimmy Garoppolo was the question, or were they there because their roster was pretty good and Jimmy Garoppolo gave the he, Mike Tomlin old saying he didn't kill us? That's what I want to know, because if he's going to cost the Steelers a lot, whether it's draft capital or whether it's money, I'm not interested on a banged-up quarterback who has a, has a penchant to throw the ball to the wrong team. We already have one of those. We have one in Mason Rudolph, and he's only costing the team $4 million this year on the salary cap. To me, this rumor and the surgery just really supplants it for me is trash. It is trash because I don't think the Steelers should or even consider making this move with the realization that he's not the answer. He's not even a bridge quarterback in my opinion because mason rudolph can do exactly what he does trash trash that rumor next mitch trubisky yeah mitch trubisky he's getting a lot of publicity with the steelers and around a lot of circles i mean washington's shown interest any team that has a need at quarterback is going to be looking at trubisky who was a backup in buffalo this past year so he kind of took a year and kind of sat back maybe get his bearings again some teams think that he could be the answer. Now, let me be honest here. I think there could be some truth in this rumor. And the reason being is that Trubisky, he is that mobile guy that they want. He's more mobile than Mason Rudolph. He's People say, well, he's not that accurate of a thrower, but neither is Mason Rudolph. Uh, he is someone that I think you could bring in. I don't think it would break the bank. He did not play last season, so it's not as if... You're dealing with a a quarterback that is coming off of a red hot uh, 2021 year. And you could probably say, hey, we're going to, well, let's bring in for two years or let's bring in for a one year deal. And you're going to compete and you're going to get a chance to start for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I'm not saying he is that answer, but I'm saying that he has a skill set that I think fits Matt Canada's offense. And I do think that maybe a change of scenery would be good for him. So I do think there is some truth to the Trubisky hype rumor, whatever you want to call it. I'm not saying I want to see it, but I'm saying I think there could be some truth. Next, we go to Carson Wentz. This was, I have a coworker, and to be honest, this coworker is not really glued into the NFL. He's more, he's a big soccer guy, international, he knows everything about that stuff. Not as glued into the NFL. So I walk into the office other day, he says, hey, Jeff, heard that the Steelers are getting Carson Wentz, in which case I look at him and say, No. Stop, just no, just stop right there. Just stop right there. This rumor is trash for one reason and one reason only. I think Carson Wentz sucks. Maybe not as bad as Baker Mayfield, but I think Carson Wentz sucks. And I don't know what happened to Carson Wentz. He was a MVP candidate the year that Philadelphia won the Super Bowl, except everyone remembers he was not a part of that playoff run. That was Nick Foles after Wentz's knee injury. He has not been the same since. Everyone thought Frank Reich in Indianapolis would be the answer for him. It just didn't work out. There's That is a dumpster fire, by the way, in Indy. You've got the head coach, the general manager, and the owner. And Frank Reich says at the combine that they all have different op- opinions on Wentz. Wow. I mean, think about what that means. That means that every single individual in that triumphant is literally thinking something different about Wentz. I'm not sure if he's going to be an Indy. I hope he is because I don't want the Steelers even thinking about it. Carson Wentz, trash rumor. Don't even listen to it. Let's go to the next one. Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater is a guy coming off a year in Denver. We all know it's had that scary concussion at the end of the season. Teddy Bridgewater did not play down the stretch, and he's going to be looking for a new team. I put Teddy Bridgewater in the same ilk as Jacoby Brissett. Now, there have not been the rumors regarding Jacoby Brissett possibly going to Pittsburgh, but I put Teddy Bridgewater in that same ilk. I don't think there's much separating the two, and I think that if you bring them in, you're saying, look, you're going to come in, you're going to compete, And if if you don't win the job, you've got a veteran backup that... So let's say Mason Rudolph wins the job. And let's say they bring in Teddy Bridgewater, which, by the way, I think there is some truth, there could be some truth to having some interest in Teddy Bridgewater, especially financially. So you, you bring in Teddy Bridgewater. Let's say Mason Rudolph wins the job halfway through the season. It's not looking good. Well, you got Dwayne Haskins, you got Teddy Bridgewater. Maybe you have a rookie there. I don't know. I could see that happening. I'm not hoping it happens because I think Bridgewater is... I think he's a little past his prime. He's been banged up. That that head injury scares me from the uh at the end of last season. So I do think there could be some truth there, but I just don't I, I don't I don't want to go there yet. No, I don't. I don't want to go there yet. But there is some truth. Last quarterback, Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston has been putting out videos of him running, sort of, on this machine that keeps the upper body buoyed a little bit so that they're not having a hundred percent of their weight on their knee. He did have ACL surgery on, I think it was Halloween or late October when he was the quarterback of the Saints. And so a lot of people were wondering, could the Steelers be interested in Jameis Winston? I I know there's a lot of people that are saying maybe this is truth. I think it's trash. Uh, I have nothing against Winston. I just don't think that he fits Matt Canada's system. I don't think he fits what the Steelers want to do. Honestly, I watched... Jameis Winston, and I think of Dwayne Haskins. I, I think that Dwayne Haskins could do everything Winston does in terms of having the big arm, turning the ball over, not really mobile, uh, definitely, uh, we'll, we'll put it We'll put it this way, maybe a little fragile mentally, we'll put it that way. Uh, but still, I don't think there's any truth to these rumors. I don't think Jameis Winston is going to go to the Steelers. I'd be shocked. I also think it's going to cost him too much money. He, out of all of these quarterbacks, maybe Jimmy G's the only one that would maybe demand more money, or, or trade capital? Is Jimmy Garoppolo, But his surgery is going to change all that. So Jameis Winston, I think is it truth or trash? I think it's trash. So go to go to go back over the quarterbacks, Jimmy G, my goodness, I pray it's trash because I don't I don't want any but I don't want any part of that guy. Mitch Trubisky, I think there could be some truth there. Carson Wentz, he sucks, trash. Teddy Bridgewater, I think there could be some truth there. Jameis Winston, trash. Now the last one, I didn't even know this rumor existed, folks. Honest to goodness, truth. Didn't even know this existed, and this came from I think it was an odd shark tweet that there was there were rumors that the, the Dallas Cowboys are considering floating Zeke Elliott, the running back, out there on the open market. Like, hey, are there any takers? Like, here we are, the Dallas Cowboys. Like, do we have anyone that's interested? And the Steelers were somehow on the odds for this this prop bet that that, that is out there. And so they, I think that's probably where this started. And so then people are thinking, well. Would Ezekiel Elliott go to the Steelers? This is beyond trash. Why would the Steelers ever consider trading with the Cowboys for a a position where Najee Harris is the guy? Like, there's no debating that. He's the guy. You could say, well, Jeff, maybe they want a backup. Okay, that's fine. Do you need to trade a bunch of draft capital to get that backup? The answer is no. No. The answer is no. So for me, the Zeke Elliott rumor, which I don't even think has a lot of legs, not like the quarterbacks, that is pure trash. So just avoid it like the plague. I told you all that there was going to be some of this nonsense out there. Here it is. Here it is. All right, let's go to some random Steeler thoughts. I didn't forget about that before we take a break and bring in Michael Beck. So... The Combine, it's here. Uh, the interviews are happening. I want people to know something, okay? Uh, there's a lot of talk about these interviews. Who are they talking to? Who are they not? All of these teams are meeting with so many prospects, and I love that there was, I think it was uh, Trevor Penning. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, if I got that, that name incorrectly, but he's a tackle, could also play guard. He was being interviewed, and a lot of people say, hey, you know, so-and-so from the Post-Gazette might say, have you met with the Steelers yet? And he, I think... Pretty sure it was him that said, you know what? I've met with a lot of teams, and I'm not saying any individual teams. Wow. Like, that's, wow, what a novel concept. That's how we have to find out about these. These players are meeting with everyone. And every now and then, you'll have a player that says, oh, I met with Mike Tomlin. I love that guy. I love his energy. Or I've met with the Steelers coaching staff. I really like what they're doing there. Then, you that's where sites like BehindTheSteelCurtain.com will write about it. But take these combine interviews with a giant grain of salt because they meet with a lot of people. Speaking of combine results, oh, my gosh. Kenny Pickett had his hand measured, everyone. He had his hand measured, and it measured eight and a half. Oh, my goodness. Alert the presses. I mean, if you were on Twitter on Thursday when this news came out, you would have thought that Kenny Pickett did something egregious to someone else. If Kenny Pickett has eight and a half inch, Kenny Pickett has eight and a half inch hands. Oh my gosh, Kenny Pickett has eight. Did you hear? Kenny Pickett has eight and a half inch hands. Calm yourself down, people. The guy played in Pittsburgh for his entire collegiate career. I think he'd be okay. But what was funnier to me was there was a video that came out, and this this video isn't the funny part. We'll get to that. So there's a video that was shot across the street. looked like it was in a restaurant. They're sitting next to the window and you see clearly an NFL prospect walking down the streets of Indianapolis wearing their NFL combine gear, and this individual stops. There's a homeless person on the corner. They open their bag, and they're giving them some stuff, and that was it. Turns out it's Malik Willis, quarterback from Liberty. Steeler fans know all about this kid, and what a character move. He didn't do this for publicity. It just happened to be that someone across the street had their phone and said, wow, look at this guy. I'm going to film it. And so Kevin Smith, our own K.T. Smith, Puts it in our Slack channel and says, what a great, this is great. The character matters to me. I really, this is a big thumbs up for me with this kid. And what does Andrew Wilbar say? Our resident uh, draft geek. He says, Kenny Pickett has eight and a half inch hands. And I'm like, wow, if this isn't just the NFL draft in a nutshell, Malik Willis is a fantastic human being, but Kenny Pickett has small hands. What are you gonna do? Welcome to the NFL draft, folks. It gets crazier and crazier by the day. All right. All you Lewis Riddick fans, congratulations. Yay. They finally did it. They yep. Slow clap. They finally interviewed Lewis Riddick. I I don't know what to say about Lewis Riddick. Uh, Lewis Riddick has been up for a lot of different general manager op- opportunities, and it's never worked out. It seems like Mike Mayock 2.0. You have a guy that's glued into the draft. He's talking about it. He's he's an analyst about it. And then someone wants to give him a shot. Ah, He's a Pittsburgh guy. I know, but I just don't get it. I really just don't get it. If they hire him, that's great. Fantastic. Could care less. If they hire him, I'm going to trust the Steelers no more than I do. But all these people out there that are just so in love with Riddick because he's a name and because they've heard him talk before, pump the brakes. Last random thought before we take a break. Mason Rudolph, the bashing on this guy, I mean, what did he do to the Steelers fan base is what I want to know. What did 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 I miss an interview where Mason Rudolph said, and I'm I'm thinking like old school WWF, not WWE WWF. I'm talking old school heel where you'd have those heels get in the ring and wherever they were, I remember in Wheeling, where I grew up, they would the WWF would come and they would just get someone to come out and they'd have the microphone and say, All right. Listen up, you hicks from West Virginia. I'm surprised I see a collection of six teeth out of all these people. You all wouldn't know good wrestling if it smacked you in the face, and I'll smack you in the face. And then they point to someone in the front row and say, yeah, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. I mean, that's did did Mason Rudolph do that at some point, and I missed it? I feel like I would have known that. I mean, I feel like in today's day and age with the video cameras and everyone having like a small computer in their pocket that I would have heard, that's what this reaction is when people talk about Mason Rudolph. It's like they come back with this vitriol, like, oh, I hate that guy. Why? Why? I'll give, you, I'll give you something. Ed Bouchette, I'm not a big fan of Ed Bouchette. He's a cranky old man. But I will say this about Ed Bouchette. He has been saying this for weeks, months, almost years now, that Mason Rudolph is the equivalent of Neil O'Donnell. Neil O'Donnell had a good career, he got the Steelers to two AFC championships, won the second, and if it weren't for Neil O'Donnell, probably would have a Super Bowl ring. I don't want to talk about Super Bowl 30 against the Cowboys, but if that's what Mason Rudolph truly is, the Steeler fans should say, we'll be fine this year. We will be fine this year with Mason Rudolph at the helm. Get Dwayne Haskins. If you want to sign a rookie, that's fine, but Mason Rudolph will be good for him this year, and then we'll be able to move on if, if he is Neil O'Donnell. I don't like Neil O'Donnell, but still, if he is Neil O'Donnell, the Steelers could do a lot worse. I'm just saying, where's this Mason Rudolph bashing come from? Did he turn heel and I didn't know it? Did he stand up and say, oh, you pricks out there in Pittsburgh, you yinzers, you dummies. Did he say that? I don't know. If he did, it would be hysterical. I think he should do that. I'll reach out. Anyways, I'll take a break. When I come back, Blue Checkback will be joining us. Stay tuned. Be right back. All right, Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to the second segment of Let's Ride, this Friday episode. You know what that means? It's blue check back time. Michael Beck joins us. Michael, what's going on? I'm sure you have your tights on. You're ready to do all those combine exercises, right?
0: <laughs> oh, you know it. Uh, nothing uh, quite like just sprinting 40 yards downfield and changing directions. But uh, yeah, no, <laughs> uh, I, I guess it's an exciting time because uh, there's more football news. But uh, the Underwear Olympics pretty much doesn't mean a whole lot in my books.
1: Well, that was my next question was in regards to the combine. Do you even watch? Do you just check highlights? How do you handle it personally? I used
0: to watch it um, a whole lot more. Um, I I think this and well, like uh, I think now more so than ever, I kind of use it more of a checkbox. Just being like, okay, like the receiver's fast. Good. Uh, The offensive lineman can bench a lot of weight. Good. And he's not super fat. Great. (laughs) <laughs> it, it, it's, more, it's more of a box to check than anything. Then I, I personally would not move anyone up or down a draft board uh, based on what they do at the Combine. I think I mentioned it before, but if some sort of defensive tackle that was weighing, weighing 350 pounds ran a sub 4-3, that might change my mind on things. But uh, aside from an absolute freak of nature, I'm, I'm not putting too much stock in the Combine.
1: Now, the one thing about the Combine that always intrigues me, and I want to get your take on this, and it has nothing to do with the players running, jumping, pressing, anything like that, or even measurables, is the interviews. Now, for those that don't know, boy, there are a lot of interviews, and there's a lot of interviews that we as fans, we as uh, content producers at Behind the Steel Curtain, we never even hear about. Uh, what What is your takeaway from players that the Steelers have met with at the Combine I guess we can tie this in with other off-season events as well, but what do you draw from that, if anything? You know, I
0: used to take a little bit more stock in it when the Steelers uh, needed very specific positions. It, it kind of gave kind of a, a bit of a gateway of what they might do. But uh, in this particular case, I, I think uh, with the the vast different difference of positions I guess I should say that they have been interviewing I think the Steelers are all over the board Uh, and truly to me this first round pick is completely up in the air and and one of the things I was hopeful for was they take the best player available and hopefully with all these interviews popping up all the all across the uh the position landscape I guess you could say um I'm hopeful that uh, that's exactly what will happen they'll take the best player on the board
1: what I like to do And I'm not sure maybe you can answer this question, but I haven't seen it yet with the NFL lifting all its COVID-19 protocols on Thursday. Maybe they will. This might be the first year that the Steelers or NFL teams in general actually host pre-draft visits. We're talking the official, the team announces that they have met with this, 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 and this player. I mean, it used to be a regular occurrence until clearly the COVID-19 pandemic changed everything. However, I used to always like to draw the, the connect the dots. So for instance, let's say they met with them at the, an all-star game, whether it's the shrine bowl, the senior bowl, doesn't matter. Did they have a formal meeting with them at the combine? Are they at their pro day? Are they bringing them to Pittsburgh? If you connect all those dots. There is some serious interest there. Do you think first, have you heard about pro uh, not pro days? They're going to happen, but have you heard about uh, pre-draft visits? Have are those happening? Do you know?
0: I honestly haven't seen whether or not they're happening. I feel like with protocols now dropped, there's no reason for them not to happen. Um, so if I was a betting man, I said, I, I would think that they would, but uh, I haven't seen anything officially.
1: But do you uh, ever look at all those like I do and say, okay. wow, like, yeah, like they, they have met with this person, this person here, 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 and here. And I used to always put extra emphasis highlight when they would take a player out to dinner. I'll never forget when they took TJ Watt out to dinner and everyone said, oh, this guy's not a first-round pick, and we laugh in hindsight, but it does show that they are taking an extra step. And and, and also, I think any more, shoot, Michael, you could probably attest to this. If you have Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin at a pro day, that means something.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I think we learned a lot about that last year. Alabama had two damn pro days, and both those guys, I believe, were at both of them. Um, watching Najee Harris, uh, of course, their future first-round pick uh, in uh, last year's draft. So, yeah, no, if, if the Steelers are, are interested in a player, like if they meet with them a multi- multitude of times and they have that one-on-one visit in Pittsburgh, you can put that player on a short list of uh, potential names that will be uh, taken with that 20th selection or wherever they happen to be drafting on any given year. But, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The more interest the Steelers show in a player, they're not afraid to, to show their cards to anyone. If they like a player, they're not hiding it, and they're they're going after their guys.
1: Okay, this is a hot-button topic on our Slack channel, and it's been for the last few weeks. What's your take on Lewis Riddick as a potential general manager? We'll put it that way.
0: Uh, it, it's up in the air. Um, I, I would have a really hard time kind of gauging it uh, until he's kind of worked in the job for a little bit. If he were to be hired to me, I would uh, sleep a little, uh, a little tighter at night knowing that's Omar, Omar Khan and uh, Brandon Hunt are still a part of the organization, even if they're, if they don't get the GM job. Um, So I think it it would make a great team. I think players would want to play for Riddick and Tomlin and Flores. I think they generally would want to play for those guys. So I I think in a player personnel sense, I think it'd be a pretty smart move. Uh, But uh, we'll kind of have to sit back to see what happens there. I I think one of the more interesting things is the Steelers continue to interview people. That list just keeps growing. And yes, they have the luxury of being able to just continue to do this until they're ready to make a hire. But you'd think if they already found a name that they fell in love with, they probably would have stuck with that person already and sort of uh, secondary interviews, but the Steelers have been uh, doing a lot of due di- due diligence, flipping all the stones, all the Leafs, uh, figuring out who's available. Uh, and uh, if it is Riddick, then to me, they, they picked him over close to 20 people already. So that means something as well.
1: Yeah. I think the list is now upwards of maybe 14 or 15 names. And I'm not even sure if that includes con and hunt in-house candidates. So The Steelers are doing their diligence for sure. But speaking of the general manager and going out and obtaining talent, um, I want to get your take on some of these quarterbacks, especially that have been tied to the Steelers in one way or another, whether it's odds, for instance, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo having being like an odds on favorite to land in Pittsburgh, along with a couple other teams. Let's start there with Jimmy Garoppolo. What do you think about that rumor in terms of the quarterback rumor mill coming to Pittsburgh, not do you like it, but do you think there's a leg to stand on when it comes to the rumor itself?
0: Yeah, no, I've kind of stood out on this for a while. Not that, uh, not a move I would personally make, but I think Jimmy Garoppolo makes the most sense. If they're going to acquire a veteran, Uh, he's on an expiring contract. Uh, He's taken teams to a super bowl as a starter. He's taken them to NFC championship games. He's won rings as a backup under Brady. I know he gets injured a lot, uh, which sucks. But uh, he, he does have that kind of veteran experience, uh, those qualities that you'd want out of a quarterback. Um, I've, I've expressed his take on Twitter and lost followers because of it. But uh, I generally think if they're getting a veteran, that's kind of the name that's floating around my mind the most. I should say veteran via trade. That one makes the most sense. Do I want it to happen? Not necessarily, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if I saw that come across the ticker.
1: What's the latest on this shoulder surgery that came out right before the combine yeah. started. I mean, have you heard about that?
0: Yeah, no, I did. Um, I, I've seen that he should is it be his throwing to shoulder. I don't know what shoulder it is, but, uh, considering that, uh, he's supposed to be fully recovered before training camp. I would assume it's his non-throwing shoulder or it's not a very invasive surgery because, uh, labrums for quarterback that that timeline doesn't make any sense. Rotator cuffs. That doesn't make any sense. So maybe it's a, it's either a small cleanup on his throwing side, or it's, uh, or it's something not, or maybe perhaps a little more serious on this non-throwing side.
1: That, that scares me. I don't care if it's his non-throwing shoulder or his throwing, especially his throwing shoulder, but that scares me. I, there, I talked about it in my first segment. I'm not a fan of that. Let's go to the next name, Mitch Trubisky. A lot of people are on that Trubisky bandwagon saying that the year off in Buffalo, wasn't a year off, but a year backing up is, is going to do him well. What do you think about that rumor? Yeah,
0: no, it's kind of a surprising one, uh, considering how much people trashed the guy when he was a starter in Chicago. Uh, A lot of people point to Matt Nagy as the problem there, uh, why he kind of fell off. Uh, But uh, being able to play under uh, Dayball in that offense, uh, being able to learn under Josh Allen. Like, Trubisky's still a young guy, so I think his potential is a little bit higher. So when it comes to free agent quarterbacks – that might be one I take the longest look on because of his age, because of his ceiling, because of he has shown signs of decency in the past. So if it comes to a free agent, that one makes the most sense to me. If it comes to a trade it's Jimmy Garoppolo. But uh, again, I, 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 if it depends on the num- numbers, I'm not giving Mitch Trubisky more than $10 million. I'm not giving him more than what Mason Rudolph. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was going to say
1: 10 million. Good Lord, Michael. I mean, <laughs>
0: He's not worth no, that like, much. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've just seen like rumors of bidding wars and teams being interested. And it, it just like even a $5 million deal for Mitch Trubisky. Then you have $9 million tied up in Ru- Rudolph and Trubisky. And you, you take the RFA uh, deal on Haskins. That's another million. If they draft someone, that could be another $1 to $2 million. Uh, all of a sudden, you're, you're paying a, a decent coin for four quarterbacks when only one person plays the position. That, that's just not ideal in my eyes.
1: Yeah, even though that number would still be relatively low compared to a team that has a franchise quarterback that's paying them a very lucrative deal. Let's keep going, though. Um, I'm going to lump two together. Um, Jacoby Brissett, who does have a connection to Matt Canada from NC State, and Teddy Bridgewater. What do you think about those two?
0: I think Brissett, like, it makes sense because of that connection. Um, If you want a veteran, sure, but I'm not looking more than vet minimum. Uh, He's had injury problems. Uh, He's had some success, but... Again, it's the time off and his age. It just doesn't make a ton of sense to me uh, going down that route. Teddy Bridgewater seems like he's going to get a decent little payday. And I don't know if he necessarily deserves it. I think he's a decent starter. I don't think he's above average. I think he's still like a below average type player. Again, that's just not a, a kind of guy I want to sink assets into. I'd rather have a like sign a, a starting caliber guard for that money or or what have you on offense and make the team better for Mason Rudolph, rather than having someone that's slightly better than Rudolph still paying for Rudolph and not having that upgrade somewhere else.
1: Jameis Winston is that intrigue you at all? It doesn't me, but I'm curious what your thoughts are.
0: He's shown some signs of improvement. I I don't love that. He's coming off an ACL. I, that's just one name that I kind of want to stick away from. It's just, it's just a lot going on there. Um, would I be upset if they made the move? No. If it was for huge dollars, I, I would be, but uh, I think uh, James Winston's a little bit more interesting, but again, coming off that ACL, I, 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 don't know. It just doesn't, the timing doesn't feel right.
1: No, I agree. And I talked about that in my first half of the show. I wanted to give you a chance here before we, uh, I let you go and be on with your day. You wrote an article that ran Thursday afternoon for the website, and I want to give you a chance to kind of, Talk it out because when you write an article, sometimes you're sitting there. I don't know if you're like me, but sometimes like, man, if this was a podcast, I'd really be able to explain this better verbally than I am in written form. Not sure if you're that way, but you were concerned about the Steelers aggressiveness or maybe lack thereof in this off season. I want to give you the floor. Go ahead. Yeah,
0: no, that article really stemmed from some comments um, from Kevin Colbert when he was at the podium the other day. Uh, and just some gut feelings uh, surrounding the team seems like they're not going to make the the obvious cuts if really with Colbert's comments it feels like Banner's going to come back and if they're going to cut Joe Schobert, why the heck didn't they already do that and they're posting pictures of him on social media back at his combine which like regardless of what you think about social media teams and sports that those guys still know probably a little bit more than and probably you're told hey don't don't post a picture of this guy or uh Cause he's going to get cut tomorrow or something along those lines. Like there's just some things that are going around that kind of make me a little uneasy that they, they won't be freeing up more dollars to upgrade this team. And it, it kind of seems like they want to stand pat with this offensive line, which I think would be a massive mistake to me. The Steelers need to go out and find one or two players that are going to completely like not TJ watt level players, because that's like the, the best defensive player in football. But I, but I'm still talking about, guys that are impact potentially top ten at their position uh chasing like a jc jackson or or guys along that level they they have the cash to be able to make moves like that and then they'd be able to improve their roster fix this team's like the roster itself here and now and then get aggressive next year when you have a little bit more draft capital uh to make that aggressive move at finding a quarterback in a more quarterback rich uh draft i feel like this retool slash rebuild could be over by the time next offseason hits if they can really plug the flaws in the roster this year in free agency draft the best players available uh this year and then start moving some picks to get that proper franchise qb next year to me that that's just the way i I felt about it for basically this whole process but now i I worry that they're just going to sit on their hands and just hope that better coaching perhaps is going to be enough to uh, turn the tide on some of these players that I, I think they should already start writing off.
1: Well, we know Schobert's at least going to have to redo his deal, Like there is no to. way they just say, yeah, we're just going to keep paying you. That He's not worth that much money. If they rework his deal and it becomes a team friendly deal I'm, I'm okay with him keeping him. Um, they still need to add to the position. But my final question for you, Mike was, is, who is the free agent on this that, that the Steelers have within their own building right now? that if, the, if they signed them first, you think the fan base would just implode? I have a couple of names on the top of my head, but I'm curious what oh, you think.
0: I, I feel like the obvious answer would be like a quarterback. Oh, that they would just lose their mind on. Wow. It, it, it's, it's funny that like how how like divided the fan base is when it comes to the position group. <laughs> um, it, it, they'd lose their mind no matter, like some subsection of the fan base would lose their mind regardless of who signed. If Carson Wentz were to be cut and the Steelers signed him, I feel like that one would it would implode a little bit. Even though that might make some sense if he's cheap, but uh, oh, it, it's hard to just throw out some names for
1: me. Um, what about what about Steelers free agents? So we're talking about oh, their own guys. On the yeah, team. their own guys. Like wh- which free okay. agent? I have a couple names on my at the top of my head where I'm thinking if they if this was their first move they make, like the new league year starts. Like hey everyone, we went out and re-signed him BJ Finney <laughs> uh, I'm thinking Ray Ray McLeod I'm thinking if uh, they were to sign Ray Ray McLeod or, or Chooks a core for yeah would be like what no uh, like, you really cannot upset. do this
0: <laughs> yeah if they if they re-sign a core for in general if it's not like vet, vet minimum like to me they're just they're just giving up on improving a position that is just that's already below average so
1: yeah no I, I totally agree with that absolutely and the Steelers' first move is re-signing Trey Turner. <laughs> I'm like, no, oh. what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Because last year, you got to remember, the first move they made was signing Cam Sutton. That it was the first move. And everyone's like, wait, what? Cam Sutton? This is the first move they're making? Yeah. I hope that's not the case. But still, it would be curious. Um, all right, Michael, well, you know how we always let you go here. You can say something to the ride or die crew. Go ahead.
0: As always, thanks for tuning in, Ride or Die Crew. Um, when it comes to combine, I, I think it's it's just safe to remind everyone those numbers don't mean everything. Go back, watch some of the tape. You, you'll fall in love more so with these players. Um, if you really like a guy, and then you can uh, flip that over onto uh, what they were able to accomplish in the combine. Great. Uh, don't uh, don't lose sleep because someone ran a, a four, four, five and they didn't run a 4-3. It's football speed and football strength actually playing games a whole lot different than what guys can do in their uh, their tight underwear on a, a turf field in Indianapolis.
1: Gotta love the Underwear Olympics and the National Football League. All right, Mike, well, I'll let you Amen. go. We'll talk to you next week. All right, take it easy. Sounds good. Talk to you soon, Jeff. All right, see you later. And a big thank you to Michael Beck for taking the time, as always, out of his busy schedule to join us every Friday. He takes some time off from time to time, but still, he takes the... 10, 15, 20 minutes to speak with us. I always enjoy this segment, the Blue Checkback segment. So thank you very much, Michael. Let's finish up, as we always do on Friday, with the heart to heart. So I've said this during the season, uh, this past 2021 season. I said at the very beginning, before the week one game against Buffalo in Buffalo, I said, hey, folks, it's going to be a bumpy ride. You're going to have to buckle up. I'm saying the same thing, but a little bit different. If you've, if you've been a roller coaster enthusiast in your life, you know, if, if you were ever on a roller coaster, whether you're going to Kennywood or, or my favorite amusement park is, is Bush Gardens in Williamsburg, Virginia, and no one gets on a roller coaster that is literally flat and just goes nice and smooth around the track and then is done. That's not why you ride the coaster. Like, that's not why you get on board. That's not why you wait in line in some of these rides for over an hour to ride a 16 second ride. That's not it. You get on the roller coaster for the ups and downs, the, the, the turns, the flips, all that stuff that's why you get on the ride folks that's what rooting for an nfl team is you have signed up to be on the roller coaster there's going to be a lot of ups and downs but you know what at least in my perspective that's what makes it fun that's what makes it fun if this ride if this were literally just a nice smooth ride going around the track nice and flat that's boring That is boring. The NFL doesn't make money off of boring. They make money off of excitement. They want to drum up these rumors at the combine. They want you to watch. They want you talking about the NFL draft. They want you booing Roger Goodell on day one if you're there live in Las Vegas. I think it's Vegas uh, for the NFL draft this year. They want that, and I want that too. The NFL offseason is crazy. crazy. The NFL offseason is ups and downs, rumors, all that stuff. Some of them are trash. We talked about that at the beginning of the show. But you got to enjoy the ride, people. You got to enjoy that ride. That doesn't mean you have to take everything as gospel that you hear, but enjoy the ride because that's what being a fan is. If you're a diehard fan and if you're listening to this show on March 4th, Friday, when nothing is happening, maybe the combine, but that's it, uh, you're a diehard fan. So enjoy the ride. Just enjoy all this because it is fun. Take it at face value because it is fun. And I had fun doing this show. Thank you for listening. Make sure BehindTheSteelCurtain.com is your one-stop shop for all things Steelers. On top of that, wherever you get your podcast, search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain, those two search terms will find all of our audio content wherever you get your podcast. so make sure you do that. Also, I'll be back on Monday. Monday morning conversation. I'm excited. I hope you are too. Have a great weekend, everyone. I'll see you then as we always finish it out. Be safe. Be kind and God bless. Go Steelers. We'll see you on Monday. My
3: candles burning bright. I sleep for three to four hours every night. I
0: sleep in coffee burning.
3: 18 plus.